I couldn't have in a million years, you know, told them that's I knew what it was before or whatever. That's good. Well, now the world knows because I started recording. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish... Greg DeMarco Show. Best in all his future endeavors. (laughs) That is right. It is time for another edition of the Babyface Heel Podcast because there's two store, two sides to every storyline. Screwed up the tagline on the second week. That's what we do here. Watch My it. name is I know. Uh, thanks, Derek. Shut uh-huh. up. You're you're the guest. You you actually you could do that. That's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about Derek here in a minute. You guys are like, who's that? Of course, if you guys listened last week, you understand how the show works. Typically, I am the heel. Patrick O'Dowd is the babyface. And Miranda is stuck in the middle, forced to referee, be the peacekeeper, the tweener, free to choose sides whenever she wishes. This week's a little bit different as Patrick O'Dowd is not with us. Um, I hate when podcasts will be like, Patrick O'Dowd's on assignment. No, he's not on assignment. He's working or he's got something going on with his fam. Like on assignment is the dumbest thing ever. Like no one believes you that someone's on assignment when we're sitting in our houses recording a podcast. So he's not on assignment, but he could not be here today. We'll get into that here in a moment. Uh, But of course, this show is part of the Chair Shot Radio Network, which you can then hop on around and find over at thechairshot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You can follow TheChairShot.com over at ChairShot Media. Of course, TheChairShot.com is your home for wrestling reviews, opinions, and analysis, and so much more. Plus, if you haven't been paying attention, we have ventured so far outside of the world of wrestling. Going into pop culture, going into NFL, going into MMA, and so much more. It truly is sports entertainment and sports entertainment all found at TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You can also find this show and all of the shows as part of the ChairShot Radio Network, including ChairShot Radio, which comes at you each and every single day. The Hashtag Miranda Show, which we'll talk about later. Bandwagon Nerds, Pot is War, so many more. I try not to list them all because I'll forget something and, and piss somebody off. So go check them out. Go find them. You can find them all on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts. Even YouTube, just head on over, search for the ChairShot Radio Network, and you will find them. Whichever system you use, whatever platform you use, go ahead and like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. And tell a friend. Tell a friend about the show if you like it. And if you don't like it, tell a friend anyway so they can make their own decision. My name is Greg DeMarco. You can follow me 
on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at ChairShotGreg. Look, Patrick Adele's not here, but if you want to follow him, you can. You can follow him at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. It would be great, Miranda, if Patrick's social media following grew because he's been too busy to tweet and, and piss people off. <clears throat> so that would tell him what I've been telling him, which is stop tweeting about college basketball. No one cares. So what normally happens is that Patrick Adout is a baby face and Miranda's stuck in the middle. But with Patrick being gone, instead of being stuck in the middle, Miranda put in a formal written request to slide one chair over and be the baby face this week. So you can follow her on Instagram and Facebook, but no Twitter because she is the Twitterless heroine at the hashtag Miranda hashtag spelled out. That's, of course, the queen of soft style, Miranda Morales. Finally, right? I've, I've, I finally get to, to move a slot up. It just takes Patrick O'Dowd not being here. So now I kind of get those uh, thoughts he had about, you know, me trying to take his spot. This, this seat feels a little comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, so maybe he has a point there. Uh, he's been saying it for over two years now. So Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is a sabotage. Oh, look at that. Bring it full circle. Speaking of full circle, Derek hasn't been on with us in over two years because the last time Derek was on, uh, Miranda wasn't part of the show. And, nope. and Derek coming on and joining us again, which I'm very excited for that. If you've been listening for a long time, he's been one on us quite a few times or a few times in the past. He used to be used to be the fill in for Patrick when it was just Patrick and I because I'm not going to do the show solo. Nice enough to join us so we can do the Royal Rumble preview and predictions, do them some justice. He comes to us courtesy of the Steel Cage and so many more, which we'll talk about later in the program. You can follow him on the Twitter at it's, it's Cat and Caveman, but, you know, it's spelled a little bit differently. It's C-A-P underscore K-A-V-E-M-A-N. It is, in my book, still the mayor of Reseda, Derek Montilla. Thank you, sir. What an introduction. Thank you so much. And Miranda, yes, uh, from back in the day, uh, Patrick was very protective of that seat, even against me. So he has been defending that seat for a long time, and he is not going to give it up anytime soon. It's like a briefcase. Like he's just defending the briefcase over oh, and over again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think the more I wanted to replace him, the uh, less he liked me. And so right? I just pressed on. I pressed I'd on. Right? I was like, I'm just going to, it's fine. If you don't like me, then I, I'm, I am going to try to take your spot. That was my theory. Uh, but <laughs> I'm kind of petty that way. Uh, but Greg, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. And I always love talking Royal Rumble. My absolute favorite pay-per-view of the year. Excellent. And we're going to talk about that later in the show. Um, so, so spoiler alert, that is Derek's favorite pay-per-view. Um, and the it is many alert. people's, many people's, and we'll talk about that and talk about why during the three minute warning, provided that we have time, what we're going to do uh, first off though, is, is I want to give you guys a quick update as it's been requested from, from the masses on different forms of social media. I've been trying to update everybody via Instagram and, and haven't been able to this week. And, and I don't know if I'll be able to do so. Before tomorrow, we record this show on Tuesday nights, as you guys know, and it goes up on Wednesday, probably midday. We've been tweaking the schedule as we've been looking at some numbers, and and so we'll see when that comes out. But I, uh, as you, if you're under a rock or don't know, um, back of what, three weeks ago now, almost a full month ago, was diagnosed with uh, 
chronic myeloid leukemia, which of course is easy to explain. It's what Roman Reigns has. That's how I explain it to wrestling fans because they all know. And he's on top of the world. So don't worry about that. So tomorrow, I've alluded to this before, I go in and they, they're basically going to take a bone marrow sample and do a bone marrow biopsy. So I'm going to get put under a little bit and, and, and can't even drive myself there or home. And, um, and, and we'll do that. It takes five minutes, but they told me to be expected to be there for two hours because of all the other stuff going on. So that's the next step. And then Thursday, the, the treatment medication arrives here at the home. And I believe I'll be starting that if all goes well on Monday, uh, basically February 1st. So lots of, uh, Lots of stuff going on with that, but it's all good, all positive, and nothing has really changed. Um, people are like, can you still work out? Can you still, still do all that stuff? In fact, need to do it. Uh, even It's even more important now than it was in the past, according to my doctor, and I trust him. So I uh, talked to him today, actually. So that is the update for everybody who's been wondering. Um, I appreciate everything. I get random messages now from people who are just wanting to know how I'm doing. And, and so any, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you're fortunate enough to have my phone number, you can text me. That's not most of you. Um, it is both of these folks though on with us, but if you, uh, yeah, if you ever want an update, just let me know. I will try to get one out later this week, but probably not on a Wednesday, which is the day you're listening. So thank you for all of that. Lots more to come. Um, people that have been following the journey, much, much appreciated and, and, uh, and, and just know that it's, it's livable, it is manageable, and you're going to be stuck with me dealing with me for quite a long time to come. So that well, is I, it. I'd, I'd like to speak for everyone and say, uh, we're very glad to hear that, man. We love you. Yeah. Uh, I know that you personally, for me, have done so much for, for me in the wrestling business and I've always had fun being on the show with you. Uh, it's really tough to hear, you know, anybody comes down with anything like this that might be uh, health threatening, life threatening, anything like that. So I, I definitely get the concern. And I know most of us are ignorant about what most of this health stuff is, you know, and I, I think that, you know, we just want to make sure at the end of the day that that you're good. So yep. it's, it's, a, it's a great thing to hear that, that you're uh, that things are looking positive. Yeah, now more than ever, I think with with all the COVID stuff, we realize just how little we know when it comes to to health stuff. Right, right? we know nothing. Right, um, right. We think we know, and of course, we as a society, especially in the U.S., um, believe that we're smarter than we are, and so we assume that we know things when we don't. But Derek, I appreciate that. Um, I'll toot my own horn for those of you who don't know. It's been a few years when I had before, long before IZW existed. We had a little thing called PHX Wrestling, and Derek was the color commentator for PHX right. Wrestling. And, and um, as he put it in his own words, uh, I allowed him to, to, you know, the boyhood dream, so to speak. Um, it did the boyhood, the boyhood dream, very much so became true, and because of you. I also got to work as a wrestling heel manager. So that's that that was the ultimate boyhood dream. Yes. So <laughs> and I will say for my money, even though it goes back almost five years now, Jay Paglieri and Derek Montilla, one hell of a commentary team. And oh, we had so much fun. You guys didn't even know each other until that first night. And <laughs> that's great right. Job. Absolute great <laughs> we became job. like brothers that night. Yeah. Definitely. It Definitely. So, so well done. Well done in that. And, and appreciate everything you said. And, and, and definitely thank you for that. And yeah, we're going to keep plugging on and um, nothing's going to stop us. And so that that's for sure. So we'll, uh, oh boy. we'll be a good thing there. 
I think, Miranda, I, I think there's something you need to tell me to do. Uh, yeah, Greg, let's wind it up. Consider it wound. It's time! Yes, it is time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. When you do go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, you can find over 25 different t-shirt designs all in support of the chair And there are some amazing logos that you can choose from some very cool designs. And tons of variety because you can get those t-shirts sleeveless, long style, and of course, soft style. The best style out there. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. You can browse uh, through multiple always use your head t-shirts. Of course, the OG chair shot logo, uh, the unofficial official t-shirt of one Pratchett or O'Dowd, the hashtag save tag team wrestling t-shirt, of course, the queen of soft style t-shirt, and... Of course, of course, everyone hates Greg. Those shirts and more are available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction. In- Don't do it like that. You know, I try to play the Elvis song as much as possible just because it's ironic. Like, all we can do on a podcast is have conversation. And yet, That's there's it. the song telling us to have a little less yep. conversation, a little, little more action. But plenty of it's action. counterintuitive. But you know what? That's what we do here. We do a lot of counterintuitive things. We do a lot of things that people are like, huh? And that's why it works. Look, the road to WrestleMania is in full swing. And it's time to hang up that sign so we can all point to it because the Royal Rumble takes place this Sunday. Miranda, nobody can see you pointing. This. Do that on your own show and then people can see it. Oh, well, Derek was doing it too. Oh, I, was, I couldn't I see it. I, was looking for mine. I had the document. No. Um, I had the document covering part of the screen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So both, oh, both Miranda okay. and Derek, point all you want. You know what? Point all you want. We'll make more. Isn't that the, the <laughs> Derek can point. I can't. Okay. <laughs> rules established. Yes. Great. Thanks. I'm, I'm the guest, Miranda. That's right. So like I was saying, the Royal Rumble does take place this Sunday, emanating from Tropicana Field and the uh, beautiful WWE Thunderdome. Who will stake their claim on one of the WrestleMania main events? We don't know, but we are here to pick who we think should win, who will win, and we're going to do so with a babyface heel spin on both of those Royal Rumble matches. Now, before we get to that, we've got some announced matches to take a look at. Three of them, in fact, to kind of decide who we think should win and who we think will win. Um, we'll, we'll go babyface, heel, and then guest. So it'll be Miranda, then myself, then Derek. And we will start with the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. As Asuka and Charlotte Flair will defend those titles against the former champions, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Miranda, who should win? Who will win? Uh, as far as who should win, uh, this is going to be very unbabyface of me, but I would actually 
would like to have Naya and Shayna back with those belts. Um, just because now Charlotte and Asuka are in two completely different storylines. And so they are rarely in the ring and, and they don't really feel like a team. And that's been a, a challenge with the tag team, the women's tag team championships um, when they have had kind of compete, almost feeling like competing, competing storylines. Um, I'd like to see it back on a, on a team like Shayna and Naya, not to say, you know, they don't have their their own challenges as a team, but I feel like they are much more of a tag team now than Asuka and Charlotte. And they've done what they needed to do, add another title run to Charlotte so she can get closer to 16. You know, it, it served its purpose. As far as who probably will win, I have a feeling they're going to keep them on Asuka and Charlotte. Um, again, it, it probably for them maybe adds more to the storylines that they're individually in. Um, and I have a feeling that Asuka especially may not be a women's champion for that much longer. So, uh, you know, that's, that's something else, but yeah, as far as who should win Naya and Shayna, who will win Asuka and Charlotte. Now I, you don't have to pick baby faces that that's not till the Royal Rumbles. So, so no, no, no. But I just, I, you know, just setting it up. Like I'm already going out of this whole baby face thing. You know, I'm in the baby right. face corner. Right and, out of the uh, gate. Right out of the gate. Exactly. Yeah, she, Derek yeah. understands. Derek yeah, understands. She, she get the, she got the seat. She blew it right away. Like, <laughs> just Couldn't even do the faces right yeah, away. That, uh, you know what? It's, it's, Really like how hard is this to to mess up? Pretty easy I mean, apparently. This is gonna make Patrick happy. Try, Patrick so. just to think he has more job security, and that's all that really matters to him. So, uh, right. So I am. I mean, I always look at the Royal Rumble, and, and I and I make my decisions for the Royal Rumble based on WrestleMania, of course. Even though we've got two more pay per views to go before we get there with Elimination Chamber and Fastlane, and anything can happen. My concern here is that I, I believe, and, and you kind of alluded to it, and I've written about it, uh, uh, I think Alexa Bliss is going to win the Raw Women's Championship before WrestleMania and, and go into it as champion and probably defend against Charlotte Flair, which makes me worry a little bit about Asuka and what she's going to do at WrestleMania. Um, maybe we can get her a new partner and she can challenge for these belts. But also, then there's the concern that maybe these belts aren't even defended at WrestleMania and... And, and because they're against each other, I mean, there's just so many different ways they can go, you know, far be it from WWE to not defend a championship at WrestleMania. They, they do it all the time. Um, and, and so there's lots that can be done there. So as far as who should win, I, I agree with you. I do believe that Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler should win as long as Nia Jax promises not to powerbomb chokeslam anybody ever again, because that was terrible. I mean, it's in her wheel. Terrible is just in her wheelhouse anyway. So, um, she should continue to, to be terrible until they, finally realized they don't need her. Um, but, but that's why I agree with you. That's who should win is, is, uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. But I don't know. Derek may not know this. Um, but, but Miranda does Miranda Charlotte's on one of the teams. And, and what do we know whenever Charlotte's in a match? LOL. Charlotte wins. LOL. Charlotte wins. Who will win? Oscar and Charlotte. Wow. Derek. All right. Well, that's a good point of view. And I also find it comical that two things you said, one, that there's not one, but two pay-per-views between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And that's hilarious to me. Uh, and also the fact that uh, any kind of long-term storyline booking is be, is at play here uh, at any point. I feel like they're just going from one month to the next at Look, times. I we, really will, do. we will find out a WrestleMania match 
the the SmackDown before WrestleMania. Like that will happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, you're absolutely right. Because that's you're how they do right. it. But that's that's what it is. Like it's it's weekly episodic television. That that's almost. If you realize what you're watching, you'll understand why they do it. They got to keep people engaged and interested, and announcements do that. Oddly, I think that I see a lot of hope still. I know a lot of people don't. I think that I see them getting more creative. I see them using talent in a better way just on the weekly shows. I, I it's It's baffled me at times why they have so much wrestling on Raw and SmackDown. You know what I mean? Especially during a time when we're in a pandemic and they don't really need to please a live crowd. Mm-hmm. I understand when you want to pack a show because you're in Chicago and you're going to have a real hot crowd there. So you want that show to be great for the crowd and you want to fit in as many matches and such. I have no idea why we're not seeing more segments in cars and backstage and at people's houses and just everything during this situation just to mix it up, you know, just so that you're not in the Thunderdome as much and not having wrestling matches in front of television screens. Uh, Going back, though, to the question, I think that you guys are right. The only thing I disagree with is I do think that Nia and Shayna are going to win. I think what Miranda said is the reason for it, too. Asuka and Charlotte both have these individual storylines that are going on that have really nothing to do with each other or the championship belts. It feels like it's a waste to have the tag team championship belts on them when the storyline doesn't focus on those in any way. Also, their storylines are both very compelling. I love gold digger Lacey Evans coming after Charlotte. I want to see that forever. I I can't get enough of Charlotte hating her father. It's just, it's that thing that Charlotte kind of needs, I think, at this point to finally break away. She has the pedigree. She's proven herself in the ring. She's done everything athletically. She really just needs some sort of thing like this that will... Even even kayfabe disassociate her with being Ric Flair's daughter, which is what a lot of people still consider her to be. I think that this one thing could be not only good for her, but it just sets her on that path to finally be her own person. You know, uh, which again, I fully think she is. I just think I do come across people that feel that way about her. I, I also think that Oscar with with what's going, whatever is going on with Alexa Bliss and all of this stuff is is just fun. Uh, it's it's incredibly fun. It's even kind of campy and stupid at times, like a bad horror movie, but I still love it. And I, again, I, I don't think that they need the tag belts. Naya and Shayna with the tag belts, once again, are a dominant force. I love when a tag team that seems unbeatable gets the belts and has them for a long time. I think they deserve multiple runs and, you know, this would be a good time to start it. I don't know. You know, again, your LOL Charlotte theory, though, it's hard to it's hard to argue. It's hard to buy. It's, LOL it's, Charlotte it's, it's scientifically proven. proven. Yes. It's okay, um, so you're good. I need to. So um, we have something new on this show since since Miranda joined and, and Miranda, Derek's going to give you a run for your money. <laughs> we got the buzzer. And, and basically, because, um, you know, we try to keep things under an hour. And so. And when he be, I might buzzer somebody, but I wasn't <laughs> yeah, going to buzzer you without warning. Kind of started this buzzer thing, you know. Oh, great! Get that buzzer for Thanks, a while Miranda. now. Yeah, I got a buzzer, and I'm not afraid to use it. Next up, it's take we you have back to Toastmasters with the ums. The WW. I do tons of the ums, man. I'm all about the ums. <laughs> Derek McIntyre. Derek McIntyre. Look what you got me doing, <laughs> Dad. Yes. I got to clip I that wish. and use that in the preview. Drew McIntyre defends the WWE championship against 54 year old Goldberg, who by the way, 
is only four years older than Chris Jericho and is seven years younger than Sting. So I don't want to hear any arguments about the age of one Goldberg, Miranda. God, this should be easy. Who should win? Who will win? Yeah, for me, it's the same one in the same Drew McIntyre. Um, I think this is a, a great match and something that's really going to cement Drew's legacy as a, as a professional wrestler, but also in his championship reign. Uh, you know, and, and it's the Royal Rumble. You always kind of have to throw in a big name, and and this is one of the biggest. So I I think it, hopefully it will be entertaining. Fingers crossed. But there's no reason why Drew McIntyre shouldn't win this match, and he, and and all signs point to that as far as uh you know what the future plans are because I absolutely see him you know as part of WrestleMania as as the champion. All signs point to that. All fingers point to signs because it's WrestleMania season. <laughs> we just did that on a podcast. No, it's, it's just <laughs> silence as we fucking point. Um, you should be pointing at home. Yes, you should be pointing at home. That was your that was your point break, which is a movie. That's oh, point break. So I am with you on that big time. This is we're all about the Drew McIntyre build. We we're all in on Drew McIntyre on this program. I don't even have to ask Derek if he's all in on Drew McIntyre. I know the answer to that question. But I am going to go with Drew McIntyre should and will win this match because we're just building Drew's legacy. Drew is the second biggest star in the company right now, maybe third behind Sasha, but from a mainstream perspective, but he is on top of the world, and I think he's going to stay there through and, and even beyond WrestleMania. So my should and will win is Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre's uh, yes, number one you, fan, Derek Montilla. You're right, yes. Hey, you know what? Drew McIntyre texts me back faster than my own mother does, so <laughs> I have a right to love him. Uh, I agree with you both, and I hope... The, I, the only doubt I have is I don't even understand Bill Goldberg being around i i guess miranda's point is probably that it's it's the biggest name they could find they can't really go to the well anymore you know they they they're losing people to aw you know like it might have been sting it might have been somebody else but they just don't have those options uh bill goldberg is probably the one guy that could still go that is that big of a name and that much of a legend it just doesn't really seem like it adds much to drew's you know legacy or his you know, his resume to beat up Bill Goldberg. It makes so much sense for him for like Roman to do it because it's such a heel move for them to beat up a, a legend like that. It just it seems odd for this to be Drew McIntyre's like HBK versus Ric Flair. I love you moment. You know, like I, I, I don't care about Goldberg anymore. And I'm, I'm surprised that they feel that people do. It doesn't seem like it's been received well. Uh, eh. So yeah, fingers crossed. It's still, it's still Drew over everything. It's not received well by us, but the show's not for us. It's for those casual I fans know. and for the laps fan. And that's why it happens. And I'm fine. I'm glad it's not at WrestleMania. I, I'd be singing a much different tune if it was at WrestleMania. But at Royal Rumble, where well, that's not Great the most point. important match on the show, I am 100% in. Lastly, before we get to the Rumbles themselves, my tribal chief, your tribal chief, and all of our tribal chief, Roman Reigns, defends the Universal Championship against not Adam Pearce, unfortunately, but Kevin Owens in a last man standing match. Miranda, who should win? Who will win? Uh, though this isn't necessarily as cut and dry as the previous match, 
I still have my should and will win with the champion, and that is Roman Reigns. Um, he's had such an awesome streak as champion, and this story is a little bit more compelling because of the back and forth he's had with with Kevin Owens. I am slightly disappointed about you know Adam Pierce, you know, not not being in this match. I know there was always going to be a switcheroo, uh, but. You know that would have been compelling for Roman Reigns to to face a, a former NWA World Champion. However, uh, I, I think that the stipulation for this match will make it very interesting. Um, it's also, you know, I, I don't think any Kevin doesn't lose it out on anything because Roman Reigns is so much more of a beast now. Like just just ever since he's come back with this new demeanor, this new attitude, this new approach. Uh, it, he just feels like he is truly unstoppable. He feels like the one real unstoppable force in WWE and to be honest, probably in all of pro wrestling. So I don't think Kevin Owens or really anybody loses anything uh, in a match against um, Roman Reigns. But as you've talked about, this is also the road to WrestleMania and Roman is headed to WrestleMania as uh, the universal champion that is no if ands or buts about it um so the who should and will roman reigns yeah i hope we get the adam pierce match somewhere along the way you know i'm i'm biased like like if derek's biased about drew mcintyre i'm biased about adam pierce we all that's well documented um so roman reigns and kevin owens are both in a last man standing match and it's a type of match where both guys excel I know we don't, you know, we hate him on the show and we're supposed to, even if it's a gimmick, but we know Baron Corbin sucks, but Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin was a hell of a match at last year's Royal Rumble pay-per-view. And that was a false count anywhere match and, and a last man standing match, very similar in terms of what you can do, what you can use. I really think this match is going to be crazy entertaining and I could see them spilling out of the confines of the Thunderdome portion of Tropicana Field as WWE has started to become open to showing other, if, if you looked at some of the follow-up to the Superstar Spectacle today, a lot of um, interviews with an empty baseball stadium in the background. So I think we could see some different elements uh, of them and, and uh, some entertaining. Of course, we saw Adam Pierce throwing, get thrown all over the, the, the Thunderdome and, and even get up between some of the screens. So there's a lot you can do, and I think these guys will do that. But yeah, I, at this point, we are nearing an LOL Roman win, wins status as well, and, and I'm okay with that. I'm 100% on board with that. Roman Reigns should and will win this match at the Royal Rumble. Derek. I, I hear you say that LOL Roman wins status, and it, it's, again, funny to me that I don't want Roman to lose at all, ever. I don't know how I want him to lose. Maybe eventually it'd be great to see like Jey Uso beat him, right? Or something like that. Some some big like coming coming back to something that they started early on with that being his first major feud or something of the sort. I just don't think it's time yet. I don't want to see him lose. I hope that the Tampa Bay Rays have a bullpen cart and that maybe we can see like, you know, somebody get run down with that. That would be great. I, I want to see a great match. I wouldn't be mad to see Kevin Owens win it. I just don't think this is the time. So it's definitely a Roman. I think Roman wins and I want Roman to win. I have loved everything he's been doing. And to be honest, I, I don't, I just, I think that his position is going to be made even better. The longer he keeps the belt, he's going to be that much more of this unbeatable, you know, not only he's like the guy that was like six, five in high school 
that could dunk and you'd play him in basketball and he would cheat on top of being six, five and just taller and better at you than the game. Like he'd also cheat. That's where Roman's at. You know, if he's going to lose, he's still going to punch you in the groin and that's going to give him the win. Like there's no, there's no stopping him at this elite level of not only being like gifted athletically and, and you know, everything else above everybody, but his desire character wise to win. He's awesome. It's great. I love him. I not I, as much as true. That's okay. You're, you're, you're good. Um, I want Roman Reigns to lose at like WrestleMania 38. I don't want him to lose before then. Like I literally, want <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I think he can pull <laughs> off the long reign. That's so hard to pull off with weekly television and 14 network special pay-per-view events per year. Plus all these other things that go on. Um, but I think he's the guy to do it. And I think whoever does it would be made whoever the hell that is. If it's Big E, yeah. if it's somebody else, I don't know, but, um, I would definitely love to see that. The other thing I wanted to mention, Derek, take your bullpen cart idea and take it back to, to Jacksonville where it belongs, because that's where, that's where that would take hey. place. Not Man, you got Jacksonville. that AEW bitterness in deep. Yeah. I got to get it every it's- episode. I got to get it in every episode. Just like I got to get commercials in every episode. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Dave, it's me, Dave. Just had to get that in there for Patrick O'Dowd. He's not here with us this week. So now we will transition to the the, the real reason that, that why, you know, the Royal Rumble exists, and that are the Royal Rumble matches themselves. We have two Royal Rumble matches, of course, and today we have a babyface heel spin. Miranda, as the babyface this week, can only pick a babyface for who should win and who will win each Royal Rumble. I, the heel, can only pick a heel for the shoulds and the wills. Derek, stuck in the middle? Well, he can pick whoever he damn well pleases. Also yeah. note, you are not limited to who is declared for the match. Now, don't go picking like Sting or something stupid like that. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, use common sense. We know that there's some people people in the match who haven't been announced yet. And and those are, are people that can be as well. But let's be responsible with those picks, except for the fact that, you know, I've imposed silly rules on who we can pick. So, Miranda, you're up first. Who are your babyface shoulds and wills? Babyface shoulds and wills. Um, you know, you're right as far as there's a limited amount of names that have already been released. Um, some and you know, some that that haven't, and so that really leaves a pretty wide open pool of potential candidates. As I'm looking at those that have been declared, um, as far as who should, my gut, and even just as you talked about long-term planning, as far as who I'd love to see it win is Big E. Um, I, and this could be a little too early. Um, and this almost, this was the exact thing that happened with Drew McIntyre. Actually, I thought that he should have won it in 2019. Um, and that ended up going to Seth Rollins, but when he won it in 2020, the stars aligned. Um, but I do feel like there's some awesome momentum behind big E, um, SmackDown has been such a perfect place for him. And as far as, you know, who they can build up next to Roman Reigns, I, I don't, think it's a bad thing to have biggie lose at wrestlemania to roman reigns to then win it somewhere somewhere else down the line whether it's later this year or a year from now but i think that 
seeing what the Rumble did for Drew McIntyre last year, that's exactly what it's meant to do. Elevate someone new, put him in this really prestigious position. Um, and I think B Big E is, is in that place. I think he's in that, that set compared to a lot of other people um, that's already on this list. So as far as who should, my, my gut is going with Big E. As far as who will, I, I don't know if this is going to happen. I'm just throwing it out there based off of, again, baby faces. Um, but I have an inkling they're, they're, they want to give it to Edge. Um, and, you know, with his big return last year and, and having just the limitations that he had in 2020 due to COVID and his injury, I feel like they know that his time is limited. And even though I don't necessarily see him with the championship reign, um, anytime soon, I still feel like they want to give him that opportunity to challenge someone. And, um, edge has really been adamant about, you know, coming back and, and really having a strong work ethic and earning everything that he gets. And even though he could easily just go up to drew or go up to Roman to challenge, I think he wants to earn it. And that's the story that they're telling. So, um, as far as who will win, I'm going to just throw out edge. All right. No, I think that's good. Uh, I like both those picks to be honest with you. And, and, um, the edge thing would not surprise me whatsoever from the heel perspective, the heel that should win this Royal rumble is the heel that is really taking the company by storm in a really short period of time. And that's the guy who entered number three in his WWE debut, AJ Styles. To me, he's the heel who should win. AJ versus Drew would be a hell of a match. If you read my prediction article from a few weeks ago, you know I think Drew is headed to a multi-man match at WrestleMania with AJ being one of those challengers. That was kind of pre the whole edge thing from Monday. Um, and, and I think maybe that's a red herring. Maybe it's not. Um I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. But that's uh, – I would love to see AJ Styles win. In terms of which heel would win or will win, I mean, to me, when it comes to a heel and will win the Royal Rumble, I can't bet against Randy Orton. I just, he's, he's everything right now. He's, he's, even though he's got the program with the fiend that could very easily be over before WrestleMania. Like we talked about before, we got two more pay-per-views, um, left to come and we kind of, and, and the fiend could very easily return and cost him in the Royal Rumble as well, though. I do believe that, that if I had to pick a heel to win the Royal Rumble, I'd have to go with Randy Orton. Derek, it's up to you now. Uh, men's Royal Rumble match. Anybody you want who should win, who All right. Well, in my opinion, who should win is Keith Lee. I love Keith Lee. I think Keith Lee is super hot right now. And I say that from a perspective of, in my opinion, somebody who's deserved it, somebody that has electrified the fan base as a face and, you know, just kind of beloved by new, like people that see him for the first time uh, instantly become fans. People that have watched him since he was on the indies are dedicated fans to his he's just that kind of guy i know he won't because he's just not that big of a name yet in pro wrestling to be a draw in the main event at wrestlemania that's going back to what greg said earlier you kind of got to think that kind of thing through so unfortunately for me that leads me back to a couple of scenarios one i really don't like the other one being aj styles uh but who i think is going to win it is brock lesnar and I just say that because Brock Lesnar, they love Brock Lesnar. They would love to put him out there. The only thing I don't think is, is that Brock Lesnar isn't coming back anytime soon because they couldn't have Brock Lesnar be out there without Paul Heyman. 
however, we haven't really seen that, and I think that could be really cool. Paul uh, Lesnar was totally entertaining, even without saying much, using the briefcase as a boombox and all the stuff we saw from him. Uh, you know, a, a year ago, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him back. I and you know, I think he would be the only person that would be a formidable matchup for Drew that would have some history there. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I serve as the advocate for the reigning, defending, undisputed, universal champion, Brock Lesnar! And I mean, you wouldn't even have to have Lesnar there that much. He, he could show, he could win the Rumble, he could tease Drew a little bit, he could attack him a couple times, and you're done. Like, really, there's not yeah. much. You don't need you don't need to have that mouthpiece. I, I do think the Paul Heyman connection could lead to a hell of a Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns match at, say, WrestleMania 38, you know, in Dallas. Because, yeah. you know, it's yeah. going to be Roman and the Rock at 39, so we might as well. Um, you have Heyman on a pole match? Yes. You could. Yes. Yeah, why not? I mean, yes. Judy, Judy Bagwell. That's all I want. Why yeah. can't Paul? <laughs> so. Lastly, we will talk about the women's Royal Rumble match. Miranda, babyface time. Who should win? Who will win? Um, I've been going back and forth on, on this one, um, mainly because I don't think there's been as many uh, participants announced for the women's rumble yet. And also there's some people who feel like tweeners. So I, I don't know exactly how to, to deal with that specifically in Alexa bliss where I, I feel like she's uh, uh, that, that uh, she's a, heel. I think, I mean, I, but I think that with the association uh, with the fiend, that's very much like a tweener and maybe that's just the reception. Anyways, maybe. Uh, really my should and will, will be pretty much the same person um, as far as, as baby face. And that's Bianca Belair. Um, I feel like her performance last year was fantastic and they usually, you know, from not usually, so I, I don't want to kind of to cast this, but the performance she had last year was in a way, a great way to set up what she could do this year and have her possibly win. She's had a, a really fun program with Bailey and it just seems like they are setting her up to, to challenge Sasha Banks in the future. And I think that would be such a great program. Um, and she's just a phenomenal athlete. Like she's just really entertaining, um, both in the ring and out the ring. And, um, there, I think she's in a, in a great place right now with SmackDown, um, in, in storyline wise and also just her athleticism that she's really going to be one of those the top women in all of, of WWE very soon. And again, that's a great way to to do this um through winning the women's Royal Rumble. I just wanted to say I love her originality. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes when you step back and look at her, the stuff she does in the ring, the way she is, her character, you know, like she's just this truly original person that you can't say is like anyone you've seen before, you know, there's so often that it sounds like someone's just regurgitating lines from a wrestler. They watched grew up watching. And she is definitely not that. Sometimes it's good when someone comes from a non wrestling background. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 
that can she actually is be really because she's an amazing athlete like i yep. think too she's she seems like a very just natural athlete and then when you have that it makes the transition into other sports that much easier and i think that that's a rarity to find someone who is a multi-sport athlete but also jumping into a new sport like wrestling to pick it up as quickly as she did but she also has like derek mentioned the style the attitude something yeah. not only in in the physical sense of of her wrestling, but something about her that draws your eyes to her. And she's, she understands the concept of kind of larger than life and having a persona. I mean, the ponytail, there was a, a video of her jump roping with her ponytail and it seems like it's just getting longer and longer. Uh, <laughs> and I think that's kind of a, a fun aspect. Plus just, you know, her gear, her, all of it. So I, uh, totally uh, agree with everything that's been said. And I truly think she would, I mean, that would just really escalate her career by winning the one. Oh yeah. Rumble. Big time. And, and yeah, it, no one would make this comparison, but in terms of someone coming from the, the real sports world into pro wrestling, I think she's the best to do it since Dolph Ziggler. And that's saying a lot because think about how long it's been since, since Ziggler made that transition, maybe Matt Riddle, but think about how long he spent on the Indies and, and levels yeah. before he got to WWE, whereas Ziggler yeah. went right into you know the WWE's training system, just like Bianca Belair did. If there was an NXT for Dolph Ziggler, I think he'd be viewed even differently than he is now. Um, and I do think Bianca Belair is a future challenger for Sasha Banks, but not until after WrestleMania. Um, I think from the heel perspective, who should win and who will win is the same person. And I think it's time to run something back one more time. And I think it's time to even possibly let them main event one of the two nights of WrestleMania. And that's Bailey. I think we let Bailey win the Royal Rumble. She deserves it. And this is, Derek, this is a lot coming from me because I was a Bailey hater until this heel turn went so well. And it took even a while for that, for her to get comfortable. And I think that Bailey and Sasha Banks deserve the stage like a falls count anywhere match at WrestleMania, possibly to main event night one. I would love to see that. We've had women main event WrestleMania only one time so far. We've got two nights to do it. And, and if anyone deserves that spotlight for what they've done in more than a year together is to run back Bailey and Sasha Banks one more time. And that is why Bailey is my heel should and will win the women's Royal Rumble match. Okay, who do I want to see win it? I want to see, I want to hear that music hit. I want to see Becky Lynch come down, little row in a baby Bjorn <laughs> on the front, right? Maybe pacifier in her mouth. Becky Lynch slides in on her back, not on the baby. Come on, you're not a monster, right? But slides in, just eliminates like six people, right? Then the baby throws Becky out. <laughs> no, okay. No, um, I, I do think I, I do think that the time frame does kind of line up for Becky to possibly be there. It's just because she is in amazing shape and it's been 60 days and she seems like the kind of person that would do something like that. Like it feels like it's hard to surprise people. We had that John Cena moment in the Royal Rumble years ago where none of us could believe that that dude was back from I think it was a shoulder injury in like two months or however long it was. It was incredible. We didn't think we were going to see him for a year because right. at that time, anybody that got a separated shoulder was instantly gone for like a year. And uh, I, I think this is the closest that because a lot of people just aren't really considering her right now. It seems too close to when she had the baby. Uh, I, I, I don't want to disagree with anything you guys said because I think you're both right, but I'm going to go with Greg just because I think that Bailey 
versus Sasha matchup is too, there's too much history there. It's too tantalizing. And we know what those two can do. WWE knows what those two can do. They're going to tear the house down, especially on that big of a stage. I And, and they deserve it, honestly. Like, you're absolutely right. So I, I also think Bianca deserves it. But it's it's, again, it's a matter of, who WWE considers to be that name. I, I don't think that necessarily they're afraid to pull the trigger on a, a lesser known person because they've done that in the past. They had Charlotte go after um, uh, Rhea Ripley's belt, you know, after she won it. So I, I definitely see them not af- afraid to pull that trigger. I just think that doing Sasha versus Bailey one more time at this level at this point would be such a great blow off match. And then they could just, leave that be for years. Uh, you know, they, they don't have to come back to that for a long time. All right. So there you have it. Who should win and who will win? Miranda picked Oscar Charlotte, Drew McIntyre. These are the wills. Roman Reigns, Edge, and Bianca Belair. I picked Oscar Charlotte, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, and Bailey. And Derek has selected Nyan Shayna, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and Bailey as well. So the only things that we all agreed on were that Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns are going to retain their championships at the Royal Rumble. And damn it, well, they should. Lucha-Masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Masked Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to lucha-masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha legends and pro wrestling revolution luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. talk about the baby face heel of the week that is our time to take a look at one of wrestling famous or infamous personalities from yesterday or today and decide how they were better or how they would be better as a baby face or as a heel now no one is uh, married to, to picking one side or the other this is more about the discussion of the character and with patrick o'dowd the, the resident non-watcher of nxt not being here this week it made perfect sense to make this week's baby face heel of the week None other than Johnny Gargano. We'll go Miranda, then Derek, then myself. Miranda, should Johnny Gargano be a babyface or a heel? Um, 
so when I was thinking about this, it definitely, I had to kind of just go back. And for me, when I think about a wrestler, I kind of just go with where my gut and where my heart kind of takes me and, and where I connect with them. And for me, that was as a baby face. Um, I think that he truly became the face of NXT, uh, of resiliency, of dedication, of hard work. Um, I mean, man, he was betrayed by his best friend. You know, he, he went through Helen and back multiple times trying to win uh, the NXT tag titles. He always felt like he was Mr. Almost almost there, almost good enough, you know? And even in his journey in pro wrestling to get to NXT was a big deal because he was, you know, uh, Johnny Wrestling and and the story. So I just feel like he, I would, was drawn to him and more connected to him as a as a face. That's what I think where, her, where you know, majority of his story came from and, and lied. And um, I think you know, for NXT, he, he really built a lot of his career as, as a baby face, even just the size of like living in the land of giants and making it to this point, um, just always felt more baby face to me, you know, and always associated with me more. So I, I haven't, I've, he's been entertaining with his heel turn, uh, in NXT, but it's also been a, like more campy and more comical, which I don't know if it's the, the best, uh, to me, just it isn't as appealing as, as his baby face run. Derek? I'm torn on this one. And I say that because I agree with everything what Miranda said. I was there at PWG for Bola in 2014 when the Johnny Wrestling nickname was literally born. Uh, and And he loved every second of the crowd creating it and chanting it. I have seen Candice LeRae, his wife, I'll take it a step further, be the greatest baby face in that promotion. I've also seen her get hit with a, in the face with a chair by Super Dragon and then uh, super kicked with thumbtack shoes by the Young Bucks. Uh, I have a hard time ever thinking about her as being anything more than the baddest woman on the planet. She is, she has taken bumps that I haven't even seen guys take, you know. Roderick Strong throwing her up in the hair onto a pile of chairs. Johnny Gargano is just the ultimate babyface, really, when it comes down to it. I think the only reason why I would lean in the other direction is because he has been very creative as a heel and because Daniel Bryan exists. And I would have a hard time if Daniel Bryan and Johnny Gargano were on the same roster trying to tell you how their characters would differentiate besides one's love for being a vegan and the earth and the other's love for the Cleveland Browns. Right. I, I, you know, they're so similar that if Daniel Bryan had stayed retired, I always viewed, I always viewed Gargano as being that next great baby face undersized, you know, underrated guy that could put on just a hell of a match and, and take it to the biggest guys, you know, in, in the company, despite his size. And I, I guess that's probably where I still lean. You know, I, I, I think that at his core, He's a much better baby face and just that kind of heroic dude. Like he's very heroic. He's, he's like a superhero, you know, he's, he's just a perfectly cast character for his role. And it, you know, I, I, I think that some of the stuff they do is kind of cheesy. Some of the videos of their house and some of the things that they try to do because they're just too cute and adorable of people to really be as evil as they're trying to portray on television. Uh, 
I, I, I really love them as people too. So that, that also makes it hard from an outsider's perspective that has seen them in person and seen them treat people like as, as nice as they are to ever be these kind of people. You know, I, I think that they love it, but I think that Johnny Gargano specifically is just born to be a baby face. Maybe this big heel run is enough to give, you know, to, to make people forget that. And then when he brings it back, it, it could be the best thing for his career. I don't know. So, so what was your answer? I guess it's babyface. Okay. I guess that's my. <laughs> I went all over the place. No, I like. like uh, to make it's, sure. it's hard to say someone shouldn't be like that because right. they're like someone else, you know. Yeah. No. I but that that truly is my my thing. Is I I like that he's different, and we don't really have diminu- diminutive heels like that that are you know like still that kind of same jerk. It's yeah. It's usually a stereotypical role for for someone that can do what he can do in his size and everything like that. Yeah, no. And it, it's, I mean, I've said it a million times. Everyone tries to use Daniel Bryan as the reason why Johnny Gargano can work. But as I've said before, only every generation can only have one Daniel Bryan. And this generation's Daniel Bryan is Daniel Bryan. Daniel and so Bryan that's right. why it wouldn't work with, with Johnny Gargano. Um, in terms of heel, you talked about being the small heel and that sort of thing. Sami Zayn is doing Johnny Gargano better than Johnny Gargano ever could. And right now, like in my opinion, like he's, he's the much better small heel and he's bigger than Johnny Gargano. The, the, the easiest path to becoming a mega superstar baby face is by being a heel. Like we all like, like if you look at Stone Cold Steve Austin, if you look at Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the rock fast forward to like edge, even John Cena a little bit. Um, and just wait for it with Roman Reigns when it eventually happens a couple of years down the road. But that's uh-huh. because people fall in love with you as a heel. And it kind of even happened with Tommaso Ciampa and, and in NXT and, and with his, when he became that, that baby face, I don't think anybody's fallen in love with Johnny Gargano as a heel. And the, the whole campy thing that Miranda mentioned, I think is, is done out of need. I don't think you can take him seriously as a heel. So you have to take him tongue in cheek as a heel. Um, and, and but when you flip it around as a babyface, man, outside of Daniel Bryan, there may not be a better babyface than Johnny Gargano. Triple H once called him the last great babyface they had, and yet here he is working heel. And it's great that he gets to work heel. Look, one of the only people that never got to work heel was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And and I've read details where in seminars he's worked heel, and people were shocked by how good he was as a heel. He's just such a great babyface that that's all he'll ever be remembered as. And I can't almost in, in good conscience, find a reason to say that Johnny Gargano would be better off as a heel than a baby face. Um, and, and, uh, I'm sure when all said and done, he'll go down as a great baby face and, and maybe he'll be NXT's version of, of that with, with Daniel Bryan, who knows? Um, and, and so, yeah, I got to go baby face as well. So we, we got a clean sweep this week on the baby face side for Johnny Gargano. The baby face heel of the week is undoubtedly, at least according to us, he is a babyface. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. We got three minutes, and we're out of I think I know the answer, but we'll do it for the people. This is a question in honor of Patrick O'Dowd, who is 
on assignment. Not really. This week. Um, yes, his, dear. Stop asking. That's that's the response. Right. He is um, his favorite event of the year is the Royal Rumble, and and so I kind of want to know where the Royal Rumble stands for each one of you in terms of your favorite events of the year. Derek, go for that. Go for it. that. That in the first three minutes of the show. Will we actually do this three minute warning in three minutes? Because yeah. I might actually get a three minute warning done in three minutes for the first time. I don't know ever. But Derek, no. tell us. Uh, yeah, I say the Royal Rumble is absolutely my favorite show. I think it's just the randomness of it. Uh, it's the fact that my friends and I bet on it, and it's the only wrestling show you can legitimately bet if you do it the right way. That is fun. You know, you're. You're not taking advantage of other people's lack of knowledge or not watching it recently or anything like that. We we literally have a lottery and pull numbers out. Whatever number you get, whoever comes out at that slot, that's the person you get. We have a great time with it. It's just so much fun. Some of my favorite memories are attending a Royal Rumble. Uh, I still remember here in Phoenix, Arizona, when Chris Jericho was a huge surprise to come out at the Royal Rumble. And I was literally jumping up and down on my seat, hugging people, strangers that I didn't even know just because of our excitement over him being there. It's just that kind of show. I, 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 I think pound for pound, it's, it's the biggest variety show that they have of the year, just with all the different stuff that happens in the matches. And you never know what you're going to get. You know, I remember when Brock Lesnar cleaned house and people that were in the room with me were just so angry. And I laughed oh, I and it. laughed. The more he eliminated people, the more I laughed. So I just always have a good time with it. And when he finally got eliminated, it meant so much. Like, look it what it really did. did. It, it, it could have done a lot for deal. Ricochet. It did a lot for Drew McIntyre. Another topic for another time. Miranda, your turn. Yeah, I, I absolutely have to agree with a lot of Derek's points that the Royal Rumble still is one of those events that has uh, more elements of surprise. Um, and the reactions of whether you're watching it or you're there live, you know, those are things that are still pretty rare in wrestling, the element of surprise. There are some things that, yes, we can still be surprised by, but, you know, it's that moment every year when you know something's going to shock you or something's going to just kind of take your breath away. And it's one of those things in wrestling we don't have as much anymore because, you know, of spoilers and social media and all that. So it also just feels like this also owed to history. And that's why for me and making my picks um, uh, of who's going to win for me, when you look at some of the, the wrestlers who've won the Royal Rumble in the past, what it did for their careers, how it's this launching pad for WrestleMania. It means so many things within the landscape of, of pro wrestling within the calendar year of WWE and for fans. And even WrestleMania can't top that. You already know what you're going to get. WrestleMania is still pretty much about moments and the grandeur of things. Whereas the Royal Rumble is more this element of, of surprise and almost a sense of, of, you know, just honest shock that you don't feel as much as you get. And yeah, being there live in person, my big mark out moment was, you know, a few years ago when uh, Becky Lynch walked through, you know, Fit Finley put her in. And I just remember, you know, us as fans just kind of shocked because at one point we think she's not going to be in it. She's not going to be in it. And when she did, I just remember the whole place erupting and how fun it was to just be a part of that. Like just those those moments to be a part of as a fan. So I, I would highly I have not been to a WrestleMania, but I've been to a Royal Rumble. And I have to admit, I, I'm more thankful to have been at a Royal Rumble than, than a WrestleMania. Cause I feel like those 
moments are so you know valuable and rare. Oh, God, yes. Plus, yeah. uh, WrestleMania is like 20 hours long when you're there versus nobody got time like, for that. Normal. I know. <laughs> Even when I went to 26, it was that long, and that was after a weekend of, of running Ring of Honor events. Like it was crazy. Um, WrestleMania is WrestleMania, right? That's the thing. Like, and to me, because WrestleMania is WrestleMania. I almost hold it separately. All right. Everyone knows my favorite movie is Ocean's 11. I also really like Ocean's 12 and 13, but I can't even consider them in the same wheelhouse because of how good Ocean's 11 is. Don't look at me like that, Derek. But it's, it, it's so WrestleMania, I almost have to take out of the equation. I haven't told this story in a long time, even though it happened a, a year ago. Last February, February of 2020, I booked my first ever Battle Royal and, and did so at IZW Monster, and it's a Royal Rumble. And I didn't want to, and I'm still to this point not sure why I did. I, I like okay, we'll we'll do a, a rumble here. Why not? And I and I because I never wanted to book a royal rumble. I always said I'd never book a royal rumble, and then there we were. Um, and I really liked the experience of booking a royal rumble. Like I, I actually really liked it, and and liked putting it together. And as you guys know, I've talked about it before. Like you book and you write, and then the producers produce it like we do that even at the independent level in IZW and to see it come to fruition and to see every idea work the way it did I fell in love with that process and of course the event sold out and everyone loved it so much that it became a yearly thing and and Miranda will, will help us talk about that here in a moment but um so if it wasn't my favorite pay-per-view before that experience it definitely became that because of it I think it already was um as a fan but now when 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 I merge those two my fandom and the business side um, the Royal Rumble is my favorite event for both of them outside of anything, you know, that I put on or whatever personally, cause that just has personal value. Um, but I would say as a fan, the, the Royal Rumble has surpassed WrestleMania as my, as my favorite. Plus WrestleMania is this weird thing where like, it's so big and it's such a spectacle that, and this won't make sense to a lot of people. They can't get it right. And they also can't get it wrong because it's WrestleMania and, and the Royal rumble still feels like a wrestling show, whereas WrestleMania really doesn't anymore. And, right. and, and so that's why for me, I would have to say, plus the surprises, plus everything you guys talked about, look, that 2019 Royal rumble and all three of us were there. Um, that, that women's Royal rumble match should have been the main event. It only wasn't because of Nia Jax and the men's Royal rumble, which was cool and fun yeah. and, and, and amazing. And look, she ate a super kick at an RKO and it wouldn't have made sense in reverse. Um, but Becky Lynch winning the women's Royal Rumble match the way she did. And from a storyline purposes, it probably made that whole built WrestleMania build more convoluted. It should have been Charlotte because then it would have made more sense to get Becky into the match, but whatever it's what they did. And Becky deserves to have that Royal Rumble on her resume and Charlotte got it the next year. But I got to say that yeah, Royal Rumble has, has surpassed everything for me as well. And Hey, a couple days we get to enjoy that. But, uh, I did mention something that's coming up, Miranda, and I know we should talk about it more on your show, but yeah, we're, when this airs, it'll air on January 27th, exactly one month away. It is, it is yeah, exactly one month away from IZW Monster 2021 that's going to be uh, in Tempe, Arizona at Sun Studios of Arizona. A limited amount of tickets are available, and by limited I mean, limited. I'll give less you the number. Than, I'll, give, I'll give you the number. 18. Eight, I was going to say less than 20. Uh, it's, a, so it's a small space. It's a small, it's a great space, but it's a small space. Definitely. No, it, don't, don't say that. No, it's, it's still going to be a show I sell out. I don't care how small it is. All right? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I have all the confidence in the world that you will sell all 18 seats. You can kind of. Probably confident. very quickly. 
an intimate well, no, space. Those are the last 18 that, seats, though. I just want to point this out. Those are the last 18 seats. We've already sold tons. Yes. I, I, I see what you mean, uh, Derek. You could call it an intimate space, but I know oh. within the, the confines of COVID, uh, that can be seen as almost a controversial word. But within, you know, proper social distancing measures that are adhered to, which is also why uh, there is limited seating um, for this space, but also the fact that you really do get up and close uh, with, the, with the wrestlers. You, you know, uh, get to hear and see things in, in ways that you don't get to in other shows. And so it's a really fantastic environment and dynamic for fans to uh just to watch something so different and yes the monster uh rumble 13 competitors will come in and one will remain standing and that one will become the new izw world uh champion so world heavyweight i believe champion so um make sure that you check out tickets at izwwrestling.com also on social media at izw wrestling and again tickets will sell out we're already one month away so that means literally a few tickets a day means that this will get sold out uh before february 27th so Make sure you purchase and get your tickets now. And Miranda, fun fact, I will be there to sign whoever it is to a management contract immediately. Oh, dang. That's why I'm there. (laughs) Is that right, Greg? It is Greg now Newman. apparently. It's, I mean, Greg took you over as as a great heel manager. Uh, right. As something wrong with my earbuds. Going, I'm sorry. What? Something, I, I, yeah, something yeah, wrong just, No, you yeah, heard all of that. He heard kinda, all of that. Don't worry about it. Kind of just set that up. Yourself. No, it doesn't matter. It's not Greg's decision. It is the person who I signs decision. So really, <laughs> it's how much they want, much how much money they want to make. Yeah. How many other promotions? Uh, I'll slide into TK. TK, that's Tony Khan. That's who I. Um, <laughs> That's what I call him. I call him TK, but it's Tony Khan. You're pretty proud. You oh, yeah. yeah. yeah he follows me on Twitter, cap underscore K. I mean, we already know AEW is open to working with different promotions, Greg. Correct. IZW uh, World Heavyweight Champion could make a, an outstanding appearance on Dark. Absolutely. On Dark to lose yeah. as a job, or that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, 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 not with my management. Have you yeah, seen the first streamers? Who said that? Nobody right. said that. Right. A great appearance on Dark is a career highlight for some people, especially whoever Derek, uh, you know, signs and whoever wins. Right. Hey, she's on board with this. Yeah, this I, I love this idea, Greg. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm totally on this. I'm, I'm on board 100%. I'll sell all 18 of those tickets you got left, Greg. All 18. Uh, I'll give I'm not going to buy them. I was going to say, <laughs> if you, if you, you, can, you, lead, you can send a message to TK, see if he's if interested. You, that's right. Yeah. If you cause. Impact. I don't know if you saw that, but he, yeah, yeah, he did come to Impact. Maybe he'll sure. come out and scout. He doesn't pay for tickets, though. That's a whole different thing, but we'll work that out. It's all right. Right. The one um, who has the most money doesn't pay for tickets, but. That's right. That's how the world works, right? I know it is. But no, we do have 18 <laughs> seats left, so, so head on over. IZWWrestling.com at IZWWrestlingAZ on all your forms of social media. This will sell out. Monster sold out last year. It sold it out the door. And we I didn't expect it to. I thought May was going to be the show that sold. Of course, May didn't happen. but Well, May happened, but there was no wrestling in May. Um, and then November, we came back with NAV30. That sold out in advance. And we're using the same seating arrangement that we use for NAV30 for Monster. So um, definitely get your tickets. We're only down to general admission. The couches have been gone since... I think like the first of December and, and, and the front row has been gone since even right around, I think before Christmas. So yeah, you didn't get a couch seat. You've screwed up. Just saying at yeah, this point, I'm going to throw it out there for those who are coming to the show, bring your money because at this point you almost have to buy a couch seat 
at the show for the next show to be even be able to get one. Like that's how like most of them sold at the door in November for February. And so that's just what we've built. And that's just what IZW is is becoming. And I'm going to buy two so I can sprawl out. Do it, man. Do it. That's how you spend well, your sixty dollars. Well, that's also what the management style of Derek. When you right? sign with Derek, it's that's first right. Time yeah, away. I'll buy you a couch seat. <laughs> Though that's... they should be wrestling, but don't worry about it. Stop it's giving me. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say right now, and then we'll transition out of this. Hopefully, stop giving me ideas. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that is going to do it for this week's edition of the Babyface Heel Podcast. Of course, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt. Follow the website at chair shot media. Go to the chair sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Listen to chair shot radio, your daily fix of sports entertainment sports and entertainment so much more um and and just lots of great stuff going on this is normally where patrick o'dowd would talk to us about bandwagon nerds i can tell you that um the 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 nerd review this week's movie review ironically enough based on what we were talking about patrick can't do the nerd review either this week so he's asked me to fill in for him so we're reviewing oceans 11 um no, and, and just to make this uh, just just to just to be fully transparent it wasn't even my idea to review oceans 11 wow. it was dave ongar's wow. idea to review oceans 11 so and what did you give it do, though like a hundred percent i mean we they do a rating out of five and so it'll be five yeah. out of five because i don't of believe in six star bullshit yeah. But, yeah it'll be five out of five um and then we're gonna he wants to do all three he wants to do 12 and 13 in the following week so so i agreed to pitch in more than just this this week with them as well for that so but derek so so normally patrick would pitch bandwagon nerds here but let the good people know what they can find you on and and where they can do that i got a nerd related pitch for you before i even get to that uh i don't really care about my stuff i appreciate you guys having me on the show and if anybody wants to follow me uh twitter uh, instagram cap underscore caveman with a k uh, we do a lot of shows on the steelcage.com. They're not all pro wrestling related, much like what you guys do here at Chair Shot. Uh, we do have a snack related show. It's a snack ratings podcast. We pick, eat, and rate snacks. It's called the Per System. Uh, that's fun if you like snacks. But I am going to plug this week my friend, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, uh, Raheem Megaran Jarbo's book, Dream Master, a memoir. Uh, I am so proud of this guy, and he is so proud of this book. It's an absolute excellent read. And his story about becoming, going from being a teacher to a rapper that is world, you know, world renowned, Guinness book world, Guinness world book record holder, all that kind of stuff. Like his story is incredible. At the end of the day, though, he is just the nicest guy and, and one of the coolest people I've ever had the opportunity of, of meeting and becoming friends with. So uh, if you get a chance check out that book, dream master, a memoir. All right. Miranda Morales at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook, no Twitter. Cause she is the Twitterless heroine. What can everybody, including me expect on the hashtag Miranda show this week? Yes. Well, you kind of know, but you kind of don't, because that's usually how I do this show. But uh, as far as what we're going to be talking about this week, we're going to be doing a little revisiting uh, and exploring some WWE wrestlers who left and have come back to the company, kind of seeing how their full circle uh, has has taken them. And are they better off rejoining or, you know, were they better off leaving? Uh, I'm also going to be, you know, educating the children, as they say, on Bad Bunny, who's going to be performing at the Royal Rumble. A lot of questions uh, from wrestling fans on who is this Bad Bunny? Why is he performing and why should we care? 
I have those answers for you on this week's hashtag Miranda show. Only appropriate that you would educate the children on Bad Bunny, um, given the 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 the, the home. So land. many connections. So many. Yes, connections the home. With, with Bad Bunny. You know, I got to rep the the PR always and forever. One hundred percent. So excellent. I'm excited about that. Go ahead and listen to and watch the hashtag Miranda show. Provided Greg remembers to upload the video. Um, we can talk about that. Last week was a little crazy, but that's it for this week's edition of the Baby Feel Seal podcast. Derek, we appreciate you coming in, filling in for Patrick O'Dowd, trying to stake a claim to that chair. We'll uh, we'll see how he feels next week about what. Always, I'm still here, and Miranda better watch her back because I know she wants the chair, but I'm always here. Waiting in the wings, you know. Playing the long game. Yes, that's That's right. I've been doing it for ten years, so I get it. Um, and and of course, thank you for all the kind words earlier in the program. Definitely do appreciate that. Go out there, check out everything with thechairshot.com. For Patrick O'Dowd, you can follow him at the Wrestling Realist. That's W R E S T L N G. R-E-A-L-I-S-T. For Miranda Morales and Derek Montilla, I am Greg DeMarco reminding you to do what? To always use your head. Always use your head.